Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. You're listening to Comedy Central. Let's talk about water. It's the thing you hope you just sat in on the subway. (laughs) According to doctors, we're supposed to drink water basically every day. And in America, most of of us do that with the help of these. The number one packaged drink in the United States isn't Coke or Gatorade or even Haterade. It's bottled water. We Americans buy 50 billion disposable water bottles a year. And I know what you're thinking, oh shit, another depressing environment story. So can I not even drink water without ruining my children's future? But that's the thing. This is one environment story that actually has a really easy solution. And I'm gonna tell you what it is in another installment of Long Story Short. For most of human history, people got by fine without bottled water. People got water from their well or the local stream or by throwing a virgin into a volcano so it would rain. It was a perfect system. But water bottles started to become popular in the 80s, mainly for health reasons. In 1986, the EPA warned Americans that their tap water might be turning them into number two pencils. This might sound familiar to you if you grew up in the 80s or in Jackson, Mississippi last week. And then marketers smelled money. And soon, bottled water wasn't just about health, but a whole healthy sexual lifestyle. Keep your body at its peak. Drink Avion. Pure Avion spring water from the French house. It's refreshing, it's natural, and it doesn't have one single calorie. Imported Perrier. It's what I drink instead of a cocktail. It's what I drink instead of a cocktail. Sure, but you can just say you've got DUIs, all right? We've all got DUIs. Look, props to these water companies. They turned water into something sexy as opposed to something you just need to survive. These ads were basically like... Oxygen. It really helps me lay pipe. 
So fast forward to today. Thank you. Great performance. So fast forward to today, and the average American drinks upwards to 167 bottles a year, usually right before a long-haul flight when I'm in the aisle seat. Hey, just be an adult and wear a diaper like the rest of us? Now, you might be asking, where does all that water come from? The ocean? No, I tried that once. I got so sick. In reality, in order to get bottled water to the masses, Water companies like Nestle often suck up water from public lands for little to no cost. Isn't that awesome, right? We love it when multinational conglomerates find success. The problem is this creates a massive environmental impact. And when these companies are called out for it, they come up with explanations like this. Nelson Switzer is Nestle Water's chief sustainability officer. Some people would say, this is the people's water. Is it fair that you guys make so much money off of it? Nestle has uh, water rights, of course, uh, in this area. From a legal standpoint, of course it's fair. Uh, from a perception standpoint, I understand why people are asking that question. But water belongs to no one. Oh, really? <laughs> really, Nestle, water belongs to no one? That's the dumbest thing anyone has ever said about water. And keep in mind, Gwyneth Paltrow once said that you can hurt water's feelings by yelling at it. <laughs> If water really belongs to no one, then why can't I go swimming in my neighbor Eric's koi pond? Why did it scare his kids, per the police report? But sucking up all the fresh water is just the beginning of our problems. Making the bottles and shipping them to you uses 17 million barrels of oil a year. That's enough oil to fill one million cars for a whole year or grease up Don Jr. for one weekend. <laughs> Most bottles just get thrown in the trash. Oh, but I recycle it. Okay, thanks for putting it in the green bin before they send it to Malaysia, where they put it in the trash there. And the stupidest part is, it's totally almost unnecessary. The majority of the country has access to safe, free tap water. We're transporting a product from 3,000 miles away that we can get from our kitchens. In fact, most of the bottled water we drink is literally tap water, including Aquafina and Dasani. That's right. Dasani just takes tap water, adds fart smell to it, and that's how they make Dasani. And maybe you buy natural spring water because it's healthier, but it turns out not always. In fact, a study of Fiji water found that it has more arsenic than tap water from Cleveland. Yet you thought bottled water was safer? Turns out it's slowly poisoning you like a wife on Dateline. So considering that tap water is good enough for the vast majority of us, the solution to the huge environmental problems of bottled water is obvious. Boom, problem solved. Using a refillable water bottle cuts down on fossil fuels, creates less waste, and could even save you $16,000 over its lifetime. That's enough to pay for a luxury vacation or 16 shitty vacations. <laughs> so long story short, this is like the easiest choice in the history of no-brainers. If everyone in the United States just went with the reusable water bottles, we'd save money, solve an environmental crisis. And the best part of that is then that's one less environmental crisis you'd have to hear people like me bitching about. You probably already have nine of these. Open a cabinet in your kitchen and one will fall on you. And tomorrow, start using it. That's how you save the planet.
Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is a wilderness guide and self-reliance expert who won season six of the History Channel show alone, Please welcome Jordan Jonas. All right. All right. Huh? <laughs> so, thanks for coming to New York City. Yeah, what an honor. Thanks for the invite. Now uh, I'm in your world. Yeah, you're in my world now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were trying to get a hold of you. You live in Montana. Yeah. The, the booking department was freaking out. You're going to make your flight. You weren't responding to anything. And then they told me you sent this text yesterday. I literally just galloped on a horse for the last 10 miles in the wilderness so I'd be able to catch my flight in the morning. Ha, ha, ha. So <laughs> this isn't like Here a bullshit are. act. You are, you are a wilderness guy. I was in the woods. Yeah, yeah. I was a fast horse, fortunately. So uh, I made it out. <laughs> You won season six of History Channel's Alone. You spent 77 days alone in the Arctic. You killed a moose with a bow and arrow. Then, then a wolverine was trying to steal your moose meat, so you killed that with a hatchet. Doggy dog world yep, out there. That, <laughs> you figured out a way to fish in the frozen tundra, which helped you win. Tell me about winning alone. Oh, man, what a... I never pictured that as being a career opportunity. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was an incredible experience, man. Nothing like the pressure of getting dropped off on a helicopter and you don't get another meal until you catch it. Right. like that indefinitely. But uh, you also get the pure joy that's almost hard to replicate of every time you catch a fish or a rabbit or whatever it is. It's pure joy. And like that all the way up until the end, which, yeah. I mean, I think... 
it's sometimes we, we get so jaded watching reality TV. Mm. I mean, this is you're alone. Yeah, yeah. No one's giving you granola bars no. and saying like, oh, here's a <laughs> salmon fillet. I mean, it, it's really a survival show. It is. It is. It's cool. Yeah. It's like so. It feels so similar to what all of our ancestors used to go through, you know, and yeah. on a daily basis, just trying to survive, trying to make, you know, make your way forward and. All of our dopamine, serotonin, all that is lined up with that experience, you know, kind right. of the, the modern life's a bit of a hack, but when you're out, you know, now our serotonin is released through Yeah, lights. I do my hunting online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. When you're dropped off in that situation, are you thinking, I need big game like a moose, I, I need reliable fishing? I mean, what's the strategy? Because you kill a moose, then you have to yeah. do something with the moose. Right. Well, my initial thought, I mean, I for sure, my main concern was food. Like, I thought, yeah. I'm a skinny guy. I'm yeah. going to starve out here. Yeah. So I was all focused on food. I thought I'm going to bait a, catch a bunch of fish, make a pile of fish, and bait a bear in and hunt that. Right. But... I didn't catch many fish to begin with and no bear, so I got an opportunity at a moose and just rolled from there, Amazing. man. Yeah, it was. Tell, tell me about where some of this skill set came from. Yeah. Because so this just, story yeah. fascinates me and it seems to have really affected your view on the world and, who, and affected who you are. Yeah, when I, when I was uh, in my early 20s, I went over to Russia and spent a bunch of time uh, living with nomadic reindeer herders. Sure. Um, That's the guy you do. You know. <laughs> you anyway, do, you next do, question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do that in your 20s. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. No, but uh, it was a fascinating experience. I didn't even know people really still live like that until I basically dropped off at the teepee. But they're nomadic, live yeah. in the wilderness year-round, follow the herds through the woods and uh, I learned a ton from them and yeah. they all of course became good friends and I spent a lot of years living with them so um, you know I, I should be honest with our audience uh, Jordan and I've met before and I took one of your wilderness expeditions uh, awesome. my wife and I started to watch alone during COVID as a lot of people did and were just blown away at the show and also you because you had all this amazing skill set you could feed yourself you could survive but then there also seemed to be a connection and humility with nature that was that was really beautiful and now i know you i know that's all bullshit but, uh, <laughs> no. so amazing. my wife buys me for my birthday this wilderness survival expedition with Jordan. Honestly, after the COVID, I think she was just trying to kill me. And this is me on the right. And this is, I, I can't even explain to you everything about this, but I flew to Missoula, Montana. I drove four and a half hours. Then I got on a horseback for eight hours with you and nine other people whose partners were trying to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> We were at 13,000 feet, maybe, in the uh, yeah, Bitterroot Mountains. 10,000. 10,000 feet. Let me exaggerate a little bit. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> and you really taught us some things in a really gentle, kind way. There's a picture of you teaching us how to trap some small animals. Um, 
What is this trapping device? Well, to, to you, talk to these, talk to these city, big city folk about this. Uh, you guys all know about this. That's like a, basically a mouse or a rat trap. It's called a Paiute deadfall, but that's one of the, yeah. if you don't trap the mice that are har harassing you at night, you'll have a miserable survival experience. I thought that would be particularly helpful <laughs> for so many New Yorkers. Yeah, I know, that's what it is. That's, a, that's an excellent trap to learn. Um, <laughs> you were so kind to me. We, we one day, we were walking on the mountain, we see this lake, and it, I, I don't know if you didn't have an itinerary or if <laughs> out in the wilderness you don't have an itinerary. No, no schedule. No yeah, so you go, do you guys want to walk down to that lake? And we're like, yeah, of course, it took all day, it's <laughs> exhausting. Uh, and we get down to the lake and um, we start fishing, but we just had a little bit of fishing line. I remember you handed me this casting reel. I had a hook. I threw the casting reel in the, in the lake. <laughs> was holding on to my hook. But it was not natural for me. Um, is it important for you to introduce people to nature in, in this way? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, you could have easily been like, Jesus Christ, you threw the wrong thing into the lake. <laughs> no, I actually love it, man. I, I feel like it's so important for people, especially in the modern world, to be able to escape and I love yeah. you know it's awesome to be able to empower people to go out there and experience what nature does have to offer. Who so. did that for you? Um, Where did you learn? Well I kind of grew up on a farm in Idaho and that that helped but I really learned a lot living with the natives I'd say you know that's yeah. kind of what set my knowledge base apart. Yeah you know? yeah um, so then Jordan just grabs like some fishing raw a, a, a piece a stick and some fishing line and he just Gets like 11 fish. Here's a picture of that. <laughs> That's where we camped that night. And then he didn't just cook them like rudimentary style. He did a nice little smoke. Here's the fire with the fish on it. He's, you know, <laughs> tell us about that. Oh, yeah. Alder, you know, so up in the northern regions, alder's a great smoking wood. So yep. I like to lay those green alder sticks down on top of the coals. Put your fish on top of that. Delicious. It was excellent. Um, tell me about, let's say, hunting people can have a reaction to hunting, mm -hmm. big game hunting. Mm -hmm. It's easy for me to see pictures online and see this people and go, I don't like this, you're killing an animal. Right. I also feel like you care a lot about nature and conservation. Yeah. How can those two be connected? Tell yeah, that's that. actually a really fascinating question. I think um, we are, no matter what we think, we're a part of nature. Yeah. And in my experience, um, people who hunt, who rely on nature to you know, feed themselves or families, there's almost, there's few people that are more in tune with the health of a particular ecosystem because you rely on it. So though you do take individual animals and at times, you know, according to all the laws and all that, yeah. um, you're also really, you know, wishing the best for the species and working to, you know, provide that through via conservation, which is, you know, as, when you're hunting, you're paying money into the system. They put yep. that money back into the science and the habitat protection that protects animals. So interestingly enough, the good news is, is we've done a great job of conservation and have brought, you know, whitetail and elk and all these animals that from the brink of extinction to, you know, thriving numbers through um, ethical hunting, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, I can understand the, the kind of the, the, the knee jerk, the knee jerk. Yeah. yeah. You see and these pictures I, in it, you know, mm -hmm. but I think one thing that really was beneficial for me, I'm not a hunter, mm -hmm. but I, I definitely fished and killed a, a, a grouse mm -hmm. that week. Cause I was 
starving. Right. And, and, and you said, <laughs> we're only going to eat what we can procure yeah, for yeah. the next 36 hours. Well, guess what? Costa doesn't really procure much. <laughs> but man, I, and this is silly. It's going to be silly to you. Uh, no. And maybe silly to everybody else. But when I took this little grouse's life, mm -hmm. it really meant something. Mm -hmm. And it was sad to me. Yeah. But we then cleaned it. We, we cooked it that night. It was my dinner. And I just yeah. thought on the flight home, I made a lot of notes. As I had so much I had to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'd never been that close to my food before. You appreciate it I so go much, to the grocery yeah. store. I buy mm -hmm. four pounds of whatever. Mm -hmm. Three of it goes in the trash. I mean, it's like, man, that was like such a different connection. And that's gone for I the most part from us. Valuable. Yeah, I know. I think we've all been disconnected. We were talking, you were talking about packaging earlier. Everything, right. You know, everything just comes in That was in Ron. He's the other guy. But yeah. yeah, right. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, it's um, yeah, it's 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 important to have that connection with our food. Otherwise, it just all happens on a farm or in a right. field somewhere, yeah. and yeah. you can act like you're not a part of the system. But we are, so we should do our job well. Yeah, I um, I bought your axe. Ooh. Okay, so you got any potted uh, plants? I people on the subway were looking at me weird, but. Um, <laughs> Tell me about this style of axe. You used a similar axe on a loan. Yeah, yeah. And tell me some of the characteristics of this axe. To me, an axe is for chopping wood you buy at the gas station uh, <laughs> when you're on vacation, but you actually used it as a survival tactic. Yeah, so I, I'm a real connoisseur of a good axe, and after I... Has anybody at The Daily Show ever had an axe out here before? <laughs> Absolutely not. So the features, I kind of combined all the things I like into an, in an axe into one. It has yeah. a... It's the right length, the right weight and size. Yeah. It's got a single bevel edge, which if you'd like to pull yeah, that I'll, off. I'll watch, I'll do this and I'll cut myself. Yeah, careful, she's sharp. They are sharp. So this is, here, I'll let you do it, dude. You're, why, why am I doing this? <laughs> so there you go. It's sharpened from one side so that you're left-handed, I That's see. That's right, yep. So if I was left-handed, it's got that flat edge. I can carve and whittle like that really well. Chop trees down. Um, you use, you use the axe for so much more than chopping trees down. You do. You, yeah. do you, you do a lot of carving and building things for yourself when you're out there. And yeah. so that's why I like that single bevel. It's got a slip-on tomahawk-style head, which is what the Evenki, the native folks, did in Russia. It just makes it easier to repair. Um, yeah. You have a little wedge. And it's got kind of the Siberian design, which I like. Wide cutting edge. It's very and, cool. Yeah. It's a sweet I feel like a poser axe. that I have it, but... <laughs> well, like I said, I don't see any plants. Any potted in here. plants so around here? You must have been putting it to work. Um, you've, you've come a long way to chat with me. I really appreciate it. Uh, your Instagram is fascinating. There's so many great videos and pictures of you with your kids doing this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. uh, what's the goal there? I mean, are, are, if, if it's a kid, my kid, I tell him to do so. I take my kid to the tennis court, and she stands in the corner and kicks leaves. <laughs> are you worried your kids aren't going to love and appreciate nature? No, that's a good question. I, I think they will, but I'm not. I don't want to force anything on them. They might come yeah. and live here, as far as I know. But yeah. I want them to have the... <laughs> So I it's a great place. I, I love when New Yorkers <laughs> hear from other people what they think about New York. <laughs> no, but I want them to have the ability to tap into nature because in the modern world with all the distractions and all the, mm -hmm. you know, psychological issues, there's almost nothing like being able to get out in nature, disconnect, yeah. you know, and 
and B, understand your thoughts and all that. And so I want to make sure they can always have the skills and ability to create that space for themselves. And so I'm convinced, my daughter's three and a half, I'm convinced if we take a walk outside and I put my phone somewhere else, a lot of stuff gets solved. <laughs> Just walking yeah, together so outside, yeah. you know? And uh, that's my little parenting hack. Um, <laughs> but is there a survival skill that you could recommend to everybody to learn, or is there a, a, a hack for connecting to nature if you live in a high rise in the Upper West Side of New York or <laughs> Brooklyn, or you don't have a car, you can't get upstate? Yeah. Uh, you guys in Montana take all this shit for granted. But, uh, <laughs> I have literally, I have one tree on my street. Right. And um, the way people drive, I think, sure, it's gonna come down someday. So. <laughs> well, I gotta say, like, um, I feel like there's a lot of value in like setting aside a period of time, even if it's just yearly, you know, to go out in the woods and spend enough time to where you really, your phone is off and you really do have time to think your thoughts and to talk with the people that you're around. And I think even just doing that occasionally yeah. um, will recharge you enough to get back into the, you know, the chaos of the modern world with a little better, more level head and priorities yeah. in line. What about a survival tactic? What's one uh, little thing? You do got to know how to build a fire. Cause fire. You, yeah. So okay. I usually carry a lighter. Well, I'm glad you said oh. that. Let me, uh, no, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that I loved was we, when we get on the horseback, it was kind of raining and um, you started grabbing things off of the tree, a little bark. Yeah. And you put it in your pocket. It's raining. Mm -hmm. Everything's wet. Mm -hmm. And you put it in your pocket. And I go, what are you doing? He go, well, in nine hours from now, when we need a fire at night, this will be dry. And I was like, you're thinking more further ahead <laughs> about this than I do about my career, my family. My <laughs> Is that an important part of me? I mean, are you always, even on a loan, it seems like you're always thinking a few steps ahead. You have to be. Yeah, you always try to plan ahead. Things never quite work out as you yeah. plan, but... Uh... Yeah, I think. Okay, build a fire. So the key to building a fire sure. is what? Have dry tinder. So find okay. some good dry stuff, or take yep. it with you. Cotton yep. ball with Vaseline's yep. good. And then I always have two ways of starting a fire: an easy one, like a yep. lighter, and yep. then the ferro rod, which yes. you're a master of. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and that's like a fail-safe way of starting a fire. That way, no matter that what you're happens, warm. you're warm. Yeah. Uh, don't start fires in your apartments. Don't. <laughs> Start fires through lithium batteries on scooters. That's New York's problem. But uh, <laughs> Jordan Jonas, thank you for being here. Uh, I really appreciate you making it the whole it's way. An honor, You're Michael. an honor to talk with you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jordan Jonas. Explore more shows from the Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central, and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional. You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, 
Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.